Hi, it's Shannon, and welcome back to episode three of Figuring Out the 40s. On this week's episode, we're going to share some great tips about heading back to school. So I'll tell you a little bit about my background. I just began my 17th, I cannot believe it, my 17th year as a public school music teacher. I've taught every grade level from preschool all the way through 12th grade. My preference is definitely secondary. That will be middle school and high school. But for the past five years, I've been an elementary school music teacher. Now, as a teacher, it definitely gives me an advantage dealing with my own two children. Our children started the third grade and the 10th grade this school year. So I have an advantage, maybe sometimes a disadvantage for them because aside from having the natural motherly instincts and motherly wit, I definitely have um, you know, the teacher in me because that's what I've done for the past 17 years. So it's a couple of things I just wanna talk about as we get ready to send our kids off. The first thing is, understand that your children are coming to school excited. They are coming eager. The worst thing you can do is pack their book bag with 500 million things. We had a kindergarten orientation today and I'm telling you, we had some kids whose book bags probably weighed more than them. The parents, I understand you wanna send hand sanitizers and tissues and wipes and snacks and a whole pack of pencils and crayons and colored pencils and rubber, rubber crayon markers. Like it's just too much. Don't send your child with so much stuff that they stumble off of the bus and it really does happen. There are some kids that stumble off and on the bus and then trust me, by three weeks in, if you're a brand new parent, they're not even gonna know where it is. Kindergarten is a whole new world. It's going to the cafeteria, it's going to the bathroom by yourself. It's having the option to go to the nurse, which can mean um, consistent trips to the nurse until she lets you know that there's nothing wrong with you. And so it's a lot going on. The second thing is something that I do with my own children is I wake up every morning and I try to feed them breakfast. Now it's a little bit harder with my oldest because she's in the 10th grade and she's like so cool. So we started smoothies this year because I realized that I was sending her off and she was fighting me about not eating breakfast. But breakfast really is the most important meal for a child. Now I'm not saying give your kids a bunch of donuts and cereals filled with sugar because that's the worst thing you can do because then they come into school and they are off the chain but I'm saying give your kids something you know if it's a croissant if it's a smoothie if it's like a breakfast bar but give your kids some type of breakfast because you would be surprised and disappointed to know how many kids I'm talking about kindergarten all the way through 12th grade come to school hungry because if they're not eating a good meal the night before and they wake up and they don't have a good breakfast they are devastated and if they're hungry then they're not able to produce they're not able to perform and a lot of school start as early as seven o'clock oh you heard me i've been in the school where we actually started letting the kids in at 6 55 a.m i don't think that's great but hey i'm just a public school music teacher um the third thing i want to tell you is something i do with my kids and i started doing this last year is we speak affirmations I got little index cards, multicolored index cards. We write out affirmations on our cards and we go over them every day. And the affirmation cards might be, I will read at like for last year, my daughter, her affirmation cards that I'll read at a fourth grade reading level because she was in second grade. For my oldest daughter, it's about standardized tests and the scores that she will um, receive on the standardized test. Um, they take extracurricular activities. So I will make the high performing dance team or I will, get two strikes in the bowling league, whatever it is, we write these affirmations out and we speak them and we do them together, together, excuse me, because we're accountability partners. I hold my kids accountable, 
They hold me accountable. We all have goals that we're working towards. Listen, I'm 40. I've been teaching for 17 years. And here I am starting a podcast. You know, my husband um, definitely has an aspiring and thriving music career. So we're always reinventing ourselves, always creating things. And I want my kids to understand that it's not just them that has goals, but it's me. I am truly a lifelong learner. That's what we tell our students. That's what we are. So we write out the affirmations. We hear each other say it. Now, I'm a Christian by... um, by belief. I'm definitely a believer in Jesus Christ was not always that way. But lately what I've been doing is aside from praying over my kids, I anoint my kids every single day. I anoint them because I want them to understand that there is a hedge of protection around them, that they are covered by the blood of Jesus, that their mother and their father pray over them on a daily consistent basis. But even when we are physically not there, that the presence of God goes before them and covers them in everything that they do. And with everything that your children face, with all of the drills that we do, with all of the um, fire drills and the intruder alerts and the code yellow and the code oranges, trust me, your kids need to be prepared because... All of those things can cause anxiety and worry. And so I just believe in uh, covering our children, equipping them with the word of God. This year, I'm doing something a little different because I don't want to be like overboard mom, like mom, Bible, mom, Bible. But I asked my daughters to pick out their favorite scripture and we just are going to write it on a little note card and put it in their book bag. Because think about all the challenges you face in the day. Well, listen, they're facing stuff that we did not face in school. In addition to social media and cell phones, every child trying to live their best life and be lit as the kids say they also like I said they have these drills some of these drills are extremely intense okay we can be doing the drill for sometimes upwards of 30 minutes to an hour and it's sitting in silence learning how to sit this is not the life that we envision for our children but it's the life we live in so We have to be prepared for intruders when they come in from just about every way or if there's a bomb that goes off or unfortunately if a child commits suicide or if a parent comes in and they're armed or a teacher or anything. So they're dealing with all of these stresses throughout the day. So trust me when I say pray over your kids, talk to your kids, give them good lunches. The fourth thing I'm going to say is make sure your kids get involved in school. There are a ton of activities. Now listen, the chess club might have been something you thought was corny as a kid which is not because I bet the people on the chess team got nice jobs or businesses right now. But your kids need to get involved because when they get involved in school, they have ownership. Um, even for my youngest daughter, she's in the running club. We At my particular school, we call it Girls on the Run. It's whether it's the arts, whether it's sports, whether it's photography or media or the chorus, you want to get your kids involved in school. Why do you want to get them involved in school? Because they take ownership and pride. Aside from socializing and using their communication skills, it gives them pride when they can say that I'm a part of this organization or I do this. And then the last thing I would encourage all parents to do is to talk to your kids. I know life is hectic. I mean, my husband and I, we work, we're involved in other activities. We are pushing our music careers, but nothing will ever replace the time that you have with your kids now. Today was officially our first day of school and before I could do anything, I'm exhausted. I wanted to hear about my children's day. I wanted to hear about their favorite classes. I wanted to hear about the things they liked, maybe the things they didn't like, the friends that they saw that they knew from last year. You want to communicate with your kids because trust me, if you're not talking to them, somebody else is, and you want to be the influential person in their life, not somebody else. You should know the little boys that your girls are liking, or you should know the um, even just the little 
issues going on in a classroom, you know, number one, you want to know it so that you can help your kids deviate and not be involved, but you also want to be aware. Nobody can be connected to like a child the same way their parent can. I understand it's tough sometimes and I understand the teenage years, they might try to push you out, but whenever you see a little opportunity to love on your babies, to hug them, to every opportunity to encourage them and tell them that they are fearfully and wonderfully made, that God made them with a unique spirit and a unique personality, that he gifted them with a voice so special that the world is waiting to hear that voice. So I tell my kids all the time, I can be standing in a room of thousands of kids, but when they say mommy, I will know it's them because I know their voice. And I know that's the same way God knows us because he knows that when I call on him, I need immediate action. But think about that with your kids. So take time, love on your kids, talk to them, prepare them for this week. This is a long week. Get ready for the papers that pile in. It's like a job application or an interview all over, but it's so worth it. And throughout the year, when you go through the ups and downs, the parent conferences, the viruses, the germs, the telephone issues, just remember that you are a parent and you are blessed to do what you do and your children are blessed to have you. So take time, eat as many meals as you can around the kitchen table. I'm working on it. I know it's pretty tough and appreciate every step of the journey. Again, this is Shannon, episode three of Figuring Out the 40s. I hope that you've enjoyed this podcast. When you get a chance, please share, please like, and tell everybody you know about this. Have a fabulous day.